Welcome, everyone. Uh, today's topic is release, and in this episode, I've sent my daughter Micah back to her college stomping grounds to observe the ripple effect of releasing. This episode will help us realize that I think releasing people has a lot less to do with polished messages and refined techniques, and a lot more to do with just a desire, a, a genuine desire, to share a good thing with our friends. Often, you may have realized this, but often the recipients of this grace don't have words to articulate what happened to them. They just know that they've received something that they didn't have before, and they have a desire now to pass it on themselves. This reaffirms the idea that in the kingdom of heaven, more is caught than taught. And as you listen to today's story unfold, I encourage you to really pay attention at around the 14-minute mark as, I don't know, you'll begin to see that God seems to bless our simple attempts in ways that are beautifully organic. So, with that, welcome to We Have Permission, a podcast designed to awaken and empower the ordinary person towards one extraordinary mission. Your permission starts now. All right, um, welcome to episode five of season three. Um, If you've been following along with us, you'll know that we are examining the principles that make up a movement. In this um, episode specifically, we're diving into the word release um, and the importance of not just sharing the gospel with the intention of creating converts, but instead of having a grander vision where we release these people to go out, discover their own unique mission, their own plan um, of what God is calling them individually to be doing. Um, And so if you've been following along with us, then you may remember in a previous episode, I was sharing the story of Ashley. Um, She was a girl who was on my staff when I was in college at Southeast Missouri State. And I was just walking around in my dorm one night and her door was open. And for some reason, God told me to go in there. And it was super awkward and weird. And I shared um, the gospel (laughs) with her. For the first time, and it was really cool, and um, through that, um, Ashley eventually came to know the Lord, and it was really beautiful, Um, but um, what's really cool is that when I was thinking about this word release, um, and what it means to to go out and to, to find your own mission that God has called you to do, I was immediately brought back to Ashley's story which actually didn't end where I left off last time. Um, It has instead grown, and it has impacted many people outside of herself. People which I haven't even met yet, which is pretty amazing. Uh, So today, I am actually in St. Louis, and I'm sitting across from Ashley, because what better person to tell her story than Ashley herself? So with that being said, welcome, Ashley. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Of course, of course. (laughs) Um, So let's go back a year ago. Um, and when thinking about your story, when you first came to know came to know Jesus, was there a specific part of your experience in coming to know him that motivated you to share it? Um, yeah, so when i when I finally came to Christ, I everything changed about me, mm-hmm. and my desires changed, my demeanor changed, my the way I speak spoke changed. So coming back from the Christian conference that I professed faith at, I pretty much had to explain to people like what happened and that was really hard and yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really know how to explain it. Um so that's I don't know that's when I first realized like that I wanted to mm-hmm. and um I w- it was really just kind of hard to try to communicate that with people because it was almost like 
supernatural. I mean, the gospel changes changes your heart. Uh, true, genuine faith produces action, and the action was happening, but I didn't really know like what to what to do with it. You know, right. you're kind of going back and mm-hmm. seeing family and friends, and they were like, "Where where's Ashley at?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. You, Every kind of had to explain like. Mm-hmm. what the heck happened to you yeah absolutely so that's when I first realized like okay I need to explain what happened to people because something did change my whole heart changed really I was right. born again yeah and so just explaining to my family who and my family and friends all thought that I was a Christian before so that's why it was so hard was because mm-hmm. I just had to like re-explain to them is like no I was I had a dead faith that there was no genuine transformation happening yeah. in my heart but when I finally like gave my life to Christ and God just saved me where I was um like everything changed so just coming back and explaining that to people was when I first realized that I wanted to share and yeah that, that makes sense <clears throat> um and when, when you were doing when you were doing this and you're explaining trying to explain this crazy thing that happened mm-hmm. to you did you ever feel like you needed to be more educated or trained per se, um, in order to pass on the gospel? Is like this really good news that you'd experienced? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the first time when I got back and I tried to explain to one of my best friends like what had happened to me there, mm-hmm. I really stumbled a lot. I like didn't even share the gospel with her. I just kind of like was explaining the new things that I learned about the Christian faith, like dying to self, living for Jesus. And yeah. I remember the one thing she said to me was like, what's wrong with living for yourself? And I was just like, I don't really know what to say. It's like, I just heard the gospel pretty much for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, like transforming wise, at least. Like, I'd known the gospel, but it didn't, like, affect my heart until mm-hmm. this at this conference. But, um, yeah. So, that's when I realized, like, I wanted I wanted to explain it better to, to people, but I didn't really know how to. But I also know that, like, with, without the Holy Spirit, like, you can, even if you know the right things to say or how to... Um, explain the gospel to someone without the Holy Spirit. Like, you're just speaking words into in existence. So, um, I think just knowing to to walk by faith and to be spirit-led in those conversations is super important. Absolutely. And um, do, were there specific things you feel like um, that did train you and equip you to, like, further along, like, share, like, learn how to share the gospel? Yeah, I would say discipleship, actually being discipled by people was mm-hmm. um, what trained me the most on how to how to talk to people who don't know God about God and how to um, move a conversation forward. And um, also going on a summer project, a Christian summer project, that was really beneficial in helping me um, widen the tools that I could use while sharing the gospel with someone um, because we all come in with different from different areas of life and not all of us look at life the same way. So knowing where to meet people where they're at and move that conversation along and explain to them like who man is, who God is, and why we need Jesus. Um, having Being able to know how to move that conversation along was something that I wanted to learn and I learned that through um, uh, Kemp's Ministries and um, through just some really faithful believers who just love God and want to make God known. So, did you feel like it was clear to you that you now had a responsibility to pass this good news on, these things that you were learning? Um, and if you did, when did you, when did that realization hit you, and what kind of prompted that? I would say the realization was gradual. Um, it was my first time 
actually seeing believers, like, at this time of my life, it was my first time actually seeing people going out and sharing their faith with people who are having intentional conversations with others. So just being around these people who who were doing what God's word says to do. Um, like in, in Matthew, it says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, just opening God's word and seeing that, like, we have a calling to, to know God and to make him known and just actually reading the word for the first time and being around people who were also reading God's word. Um, I think that's really what, what made that happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a crazy thing, really, right? Like, no. If you're... Well, actually wanting to read your Bible? <laughs> well, I mean, I think just the the idea of, like, if you are in, if you are in God's Word mm-hmm. and you are in community, like, the things that He's called you to do are going to come naturally, right? Absolutely. Like, that, that responsibility will, um, like, hit your heart, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, all that being said, after that happened, after you felt this new, um, this new life change and this new responsibility, um did you start sharing your faith? And if you did, who was, who was that with? Do you have any, do you have any stories of that happening? Yeah, it was, it was messy. (laughs) Um, Always is. Yeah. On, so I would say the first time I ever tried to share my faith was when, at that conversation I was explaining earlier, when I was trying to express what happened to me at that conference. Mm -hmm. Um, That was like the first time that I tried to, but I would, when I was on a summer project, like doing street evangelism was the first time that I like, really shared my faith with someone and that taught me a lot about practically bringing that back in to share with with friends and with family and just people that you're trying to get to know in real life so what I learned over the summer project um, I brought back to SEMO and started a bible study I shared my faith with some of my friends and some girls that I was just trying to get to know on my floor um, just presenting the gospel to them that was a very sanctifying experience just preaching the gospel to people that I don't know super well mm-hmm. and but it was it made that easier when it came to sharing my faith with friends that I've had in my life for a long time even before before Jesus um, but my my favorite story where I shared my faith with someone was I was with my friend Amber we were at a wedding and um, it was a Christian wedding and they were doing they had a prayer so we all put our hands up and um, we're praying over the bride and the groom and on our way home, um, I was in the car with Amber, and she g- kind of made a comment about the prayer, about how she had never really seen that before. And, um, man, God just opened up a really easy opportunity to share the gospel. She was just asking questions. She was genuinely curious, and she was really open to everything that I was saying. And um, she didn't grow up in a Christian home, so a lot of these things were new. But it was it was really interesting because I pretty much had to, like, start at the beginning, like, the fall, um like, why Jesus had to come, like, I, like, had to explain everything, and I had never, like, had to do that before. A lot of the people that I've shared with in the past came from Christian homes, so they kind of knew a yeah. lot already, um, so starting, starting from scratch was really hard, but it was, it was a really sweet experience, and, um, after I shared with her, we had, like, a 30-minute conversation on the way home about it, um, about a week and a half goes by and she texted me and was like, I have not been able to stop thinking about our conversation. Like, I want to know more. And like, man, just me and my D group were praying hard over Amber. And, um, yeah, she, a couple months later ended up professing faith in Jesus. And, um, that was one of the sweetest moments ever. (laughs) And just praise God for that, that someone who was my friend, um, 
before I was a Christian and like we had been friends for years before like most of our friendship is us not being Christians um the length of our of our friendship so it was really sweet to see someone who like I never like honestly would have expected to come to know Christ did and I think that goes to show that we can't really limit we can't put a limit on God you know he's Mm -hmm. bigger than anything we could imagine right if you offer yourself he's absolutely use you in crazy ways Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's just one of my favorite stories. I remember you calling me and telling me that story and I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, this is amazing how God is just rippling his effect through our lives and, um, and we're not even like that special really. He's just Mm-mm. doing it. And it was natural. It just like happened, you right. know, like I didn't go searching right. for it. Like it just mm-hmm. like came But you were asking me. God for opportunities Oh, for like sure. That, absolutely. Sure. I was, yeah. Um, and he does. Because, he was faithful. Yeah, because he's good and he, he wants these things for the mm-hmm. people he loves. Um, and what's really amazing about that is the fact that we actually have Amber with us right here. <laughs> um, so for those of you listening, we're actually in Amber's apartment <laughs> and, um, we came down here to St. Louis and, um, she is kind enough to let us come into her home and record this podcast here. So I have a few questions for Amber. Um, first of all, um, I just want to know, Amber, walk me Walk me through, um, what was your relationship like with Ashley before either of you knew Jesus? Um, and what were your thoughts when you, when you saw Ashley and she, she was different, um, and she was telling you these things that you'd never really heard her say before? Yeah, so our relationship before Jesus, we first met when we actually opened up a brand new store. Um, both of us were, were teenagers, but we became friends that way, and, um, we didn't, we, like Ashley said, we weren't Christians at all. So every other weekend, um, I can just remember us going like out and partying with like some friends of ours. Mm -hmm. And, um, we spent a lot of time doing that. And, um, we were just, I like to blame it on, we were just like wild, crazy teenagers, like just growing up, you know, (laughs) but like a lot of that had to do with, um, like, well, one, I didn't grow up in a Christian family. Mm -hmm. And like Ashley said before, she was like, how did you say that? Dead to faith? Or how did you say that? Um, had dead faith. Hey, you had dead faith. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know what that meant until like after I became Christian and mm-hmm. all of that. But um, I really think that that has a lot to do with it because we didn't know God. Like we didn't have that Holy Spirit in us, like nudging us right. in the right direction. And like just the, the conviction of the things that we like should have felt with the things that we did. It wasn't there. But um, when... So Ashley, of course, and I are friends on Facebook, and so when she went away to this uh, summer retreat that she had, or I called it a retreat, but it, it, yeah. <laughs> but, um, summer project, summer project, thank you, but, um, she, I just saw, like, her, I could just, like, see her heart changing, and it just, it sounds so cliche to say this, but it just glowed through her, so just, like, her, her thoughts, like, all of, like, just how she spoke about everybody, um, mm-hmm. just things about her past that she just didn't brush off, but she just forgave and accepted, and it oh, just, yeah. it was just so, it seemed so easy when I truly know that it's not, but, like, she just made everything seem so, well, like, I was hungry to learn more mm-hmm. and, like, understand, like, how she began to feel, like, this great and think all of these amazing, beautiful things, and, um, the reason why I say that is because I had a really, really rough past. Like part of my childhood was, um, oh, was pretty abusive. And so, um, that's one of the reasons why as growing up, I didn't really believe, like I refused to believe. That's why I actually said, like, I was one of the last people that she thought would ever 
ever, but basically just get to know Jesus or like God in general, even just any of it. And, um, so I'm, I was hungry to learn more. And so I could feel there was something in me that like sparked curiosity, you know? So I was constantly like felt, felt that I was being nudged in the right direction. And like Ashley was just there. And so of course, like being one of my best friends, she's always been there even through like my rough times. But, um, every time I had a question, like Ashley would pop into my head, you know? And so I would reach out to her like with like what she was saying after our 30 minute conversation. But, um, I was hungry to learn so much more and she decided to, um, or I asked her for about a church because I even told her embarrassingly (laughs) that I went on WikiHow on how to start going to church because I had no idea how to start going to church. And she was like, don't do that. Stop it. (laughs) And so, (laughs) I mean, I didn't grow up in that. I had no idea. That that makes sense. That's that's honestly really cool that shows, like, there was, um, there was another thing happening, like, there was the Holy Spirit involved, mm-hmm. and, like, he was nudging you, like, you didn't know what to do, so you went to Google, like, you were, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, there was this, like, hunger in you that was, that was not placed by you, and wasn't mm-hmm. even placed by Ashley, it was this, like, divine thing that God was calling mm-hmm. you to himself, and you didn't know what that to do, so you went to the internet. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> what everybody does these days, right? Right. Wikipedia of all places. Us millennials. Oh, goodness. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, do you agree with that? Do you think that, um, do you see the Holy Spirit contributing to your conversation with Ashley? And, um, like, how, did, how, do you, how do you think God played a role in bringing you two together in that, that day? Um. Well, I don't think it was just, it all of a sudden happened like one day. Like Mm -hmm. he was definitely like, because that Holy Spirit that was in Ashley, it also, I don't know if like she was placed in my life for a reason or I was placed in hers or both. I have no (laughs) idea, but we were obviously brought together by the very first job that we had together when we opened up that store, Mm -hmm. like for the specific reason. And, um, it's really amazing just to see how much further our friendship has progressed because of God. But that day it was, uh, it was, it it was meant to be, you know, like I was, um, (laughs) so she had a plus one to that wedding that she was going to. And so she brought me and I've never been around like a whole bunch of Christians, you know, because I just didn't know what to expect. And everybody was praying and they had the Bible. And the only thing I knew about it was some things you hear about in Genesis, you know, about like Adam and Eve and <laughs> yeah, like Noah's yeah. Ark. And I was just asking all these different questions because like naturally I'm a curious person, but I really think that has a lot to do with the Holy Spirit and me making me that curious for the specific reason, knowing I didn't grow up in that. Yeah, it's really cool. Did, um, did seeing Ashley's boldness, um, and maybe other Christians in your life that you've seen, like, be bold and kind of take that extra step of, like, this might be an awkward thing to do to talk about, um, has that inspired you at all in your, in your journey with Christ, or has, has that empowered you to think about your mission and, like, what's next for you, um, in your life and your relationship with him? Absolutely. So, at the, the church that Ashley actually recommended to me mm-hmm. um there's what they have because we we meet on wednesdays and on sundays what they have called lot family and so in my lot family it is just i have never been a part of a group of people that have been so generous and welcoming and kind-hearted and i never really thought that there were so many people out there like that mm-hmm. who like feel and think that like the way ashley and i do you mm-hmm. know and um, I've always had such a big heart and there's somebody who's actually in my lot family who's discipling me. We actually met earlier this morning, but, um, she's like 
just a little older version of me. And it's just so incredible to be a part of that. But I hear their stories and I see how welcoming they are and forgiving. And I hear their stories and some of their pasts are kind of related to mine and some like others that I know. And just seeing what they're doing now and the effects that they have on like the Vlot family, like they have ML kids there and um, just like their teachings with the with the children. And um, some of them are teachers, some of them just work for bigger corporations. But it's just amazing to see and hear of all the things that they're doing. And it's so inspiring mm-hmm. and has actually m- made me a better person. It's humbled me for Absolutely, sure. Yeah. And inspired you to maybe like take your own journey someday, you know, like you can you can be that people, that person for other people. Absolutely. That person that that brings people to know him and that is that kind and caring and forgiving person. That's so cool. It's just amazing that we're like all three sitting around this mic and we're completely different people. Like what? Like five years ago? I mean, I was, I was like always perfect either, you know, not that I am perfect now. Um, you know, just like, you know, you just, it's crazy. Like the ripple effect of it. And it's going to, it's going to continue to keep going and going. Um, the lives you will impact will, they will impact others and it's just going to keep going on. Um, it's amazing. Um, so I guess all in all together, you two together, um, practically speaking, do you have something that you want to say to the ordinary Christian person out there? Huh. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot that I could say, but I, I would just say take that leap of faith that you probably, honestly, a lot of the times it comes down to doing the thing that you like least expected to do. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. take a leap of faith and ask the question that like, you deep down don't want to ask, but you know you probably should ask. <laughs> um, ask hard questions. Um, don't um, just tell people how to live. Show them how to live. Um, show them Jesus through your life and um, and share that love of Jesus that you have inside you with other people. And don't don't just hold it in. Give it. Spread it out. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. And um, when you multiply your life into one person, they'll multiply into another and us three sitting here is a perfect example of that so take a take a leap of faith share with that person that you've been scared to share with and god god will use it in one way or another absolutely because i wouldn't be sitting here today in this situation and living my life the way i am if it wasn't for ashley and just and for her sharing with me <laughs> exactly like you said that ripple effect and yeah just definitely don't be scared because it's hard to hard to share my experience but like I have seen and felt the works of God in me so I know that like he is capable of miracles and there's nothing else that is and knowing and experiencing the things that I have done has been so encouraging for me to go out and spread it with with others so just know that God is capable of anything and everything Mm -hmm. so don't ever not have faith.